0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Medigel podcast. I am your host Guillermo Bravo. Uh, thank you for joining us today for our emerging market alert uh, for New Jersey cannabis dispensaries. So today we'll be covering how to update your medical dispensary to capture adult use markets with Courtney Brown. Medigel connects brands and retailers with cannabis consumers through our ad network of mainstream publishers, mobile apps, games, and TV. We help cannabis companies advertise on Google, support an SEO, and activate data with display advertising to support e commerce sales. Courtney Brown is the digital marketing manager at MediaGel, bringing seven years of digital marketing and demand generation experience to today's podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Hey,
1: everyone. It's uh, really great to be back, especially for such a timely and exciting topic. Yeah. Uh, you know New Jersey dispensaries are really, really busy right now. They've only been open for a few weeks into their rec sales. And I have a really cool stat here I wanted to share, which was in New Jersey's first day of adult use, gross sales at the 12 licensed dispensaries were almost 1.9 million. Isn't that crazy? That is so, they are floored busy. But for everyone out there that's tuning in, um, that are operating in different states, don't worry. You can still use this webinar as a guide. We uh, we know that there's a ton of businesses out there looking forward to and preparing for the transition from medical to adult use markets in their states. So it's never too soon to outline your plan. And as you're going to learn, we have a lot to talk about and a lot that you'll need to plan for. So. We're here to talk about New Jersey today, but Guillermo, can you fill us in on what is currently going on in the New Jersey market?
0: Yeah, New Jersey, the states have allowed retailers already selling medical cannabis to transition their recreational sales. Uh, so there's really an opportunity for a market grab. Um, so real, you know, take advantage of this moment for those retailers that already have licenses to get ahead of the competition uh, you know retailers have about you know, six months to a year to capture as much market share as possible before competition increases as it you know takes some time to get licensed and to build out these retail storefronts. So mm-hmm. uh, now is the time for any existing New Jersey retailers to, to really take advantage of this market opportunity. Yes. Um, yeah, and then as far as uh, New Jersey, uh, they passed legislation allowing 13 of their 18 medical cannabis retailers to transition to adult use. Uh, so there's you know, an estimated 1.3 million recreational cannabis users available in the New Jersey market now. Uh, and delivery is approved in state, and it must be connected to a retail store. And you can uh, buy cannabis flower, concentrates, ingestible forms of cannabis that aren't food, uh, so no drops or syrups. Um, And then you can't buy edibles, so resembling food, you can't, there's no pot brownies available either. So, you know, New Jersey is the only state uh, with legalized cannabis that doesn't allow patients to grow on their own. So there is some kind of limiting factors there, uh, but more opportunities for you as a retailer to to really take advantage of uh, the market ahead.
1: I I guess you have to start somewhere, but oh my gosh, the pot brownie is iconic. So hopefully they'll come around to that um, surely one day soon. So in any case, adding 1.3 million adult users to your total addressable market is not only exciting, but I mean, incredibly daunting with regards to the amount of sales that you can make, but also how much work you have in front of you. So we have some data that we'd like to share with you all. That is nothing short of impressive. Uh, Guillermo, let's look at the Illinois market, and then we have some stats for New Jersey projections, as well as New York.
0: Yeah, so everyone here should pay attention to these numbers, you know, so you can get an understanding of the the exponential sales increases that occur, you know, when when transitioning from medical to adult use. You know, it really uh, underscores the importance of having a robust transition strategy. Uh, So here's a few numbers, you know, looking at Illinois, so Illinois grew by 226% from 39.2 million when they first began sales uh, January, 2020 to 127.8 million in July of 2021. So a massive jump there, you know, over a year and a half. And Yeah. And according to Statistica, New Jersey is projected to reach 400 million in its first year and 950 million by its fourth year of adult use sales. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, the New York's right. You know, it's going to be the the second biggest market in the uh, in the country. Uh, so that's uh, projected to reach 1.1 billion in sales for the first year, and grow up to 2.1 billion by its fourth year. So there's there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, you know, in, in New England and uh, the East Coast in general, there's some massive massive markets that are going to be in. Un- uh, transition to adult use and, you know, just more opportunities for these retailers uh, to reach new consum- new consumers. So
1: those numbers really, really are impressive. And it just makes it even clearer how prepared you need to be when you even hear a whisper of recreational legalization in your state, yep. um, because your customer base increases and those customers will have a more diverse needs than your medical use only markets. Uh, consider starting your adult use journey by doing some market research and a competitor audit. This information is going to help guide your marketing strategy on your journey to position yourself as a market leader. Uh, Guillermo, what kind of research should retailers be doing to prepare for adult use markets?
0: Well, I guess let's start from the top. So uh, you're first going to you know need to do your research for uh, you know how to qualify for a, for a license for your state. You know how much will it cost. Uh, if there's a social equity program, like what it's going to take to get kind of across the finish line there and the requirements that you know, need to be met initially and consistently to keep the license up to date. So there's a lot of uh, kind of barriers there. That's going to be, uh, you know, you may have to, I don't know about New Jersey, but I know in some states like you have to pay, they don't accept LOI. So you have to pay rent the entire time um, before you even open a store. So there's a lot of upfront costs that you need to be aware of. Um, So really, you know, taking the time to do your research on that front and then market research. So, you know, when you include recreational use, you know, customers in your business plan, you know, you want to understand the total addressable market. Uh, So from a lot of the numbers that we shared before, um, you know, New Jersey has a population of about 8.882 million. So 8,882,000. Uh, population for the state, and from our data from Statistica, it's about fifteen point two percent, fifteen point two nine percent of the those consumers actually uh, partake in cannabis at one point or another. So that's uh, you know almost one point four million, and addressable uh, market or TAM. Um, mm-hmm. So just to be specific, it's uh, 1,358,057 uh, users. So. There's a lot to, there's a lot to, um, to really, uh, you know, to target there. And, you, you know, before you, before you open up your store, you'll want to, to really uh, get a, an overview of like where you stand in the market. Um, so, you know, compile a full list of all the adult use cannabis retailers, uh, delivery services, Uh, dispensaries in a 30 mile radius of your business address. You know, you'll want to uh, find out the location of all your competitors. Uh, You know, you'll want to look at your location as proximity to high traffic roads and, you know, how many parking spots are available. Like these are all important factors uh, when you're you're opening up a retail store Uh, and really take your time to go through competitors' menus, right? So like we've We've seen this a lot of uh, markets that have transitioned adult use, like Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Uh, you know, with the change in uh, type of consumer. So moving from medical to adult use, like they have different expectations as well. There's usually more SKUs available. Uh, You know, they're not, they're not all medically focused, right? They don't, they're not related to ailments The you know, there's a lot of high demand for flour in, in vape cartridges. So you want to, to really look at, you know, what products that are uh, available, you know, how many, what the average pricing is per, per product, per brand. Also look at how many SKUs are available per category type and what brands are in stock at your competitors. So depending on, uh, depending on competition, you may want to, to up de- update your product catalog and pricing to be competitive with the others. Uh, you know, you're looking for duplications in the market too. Uh, You're looking for product gaps. So what your competition offers in your area, um, make sure that you really address all of these because it's going to have a major impact on your conversion rate. Uh, You know, we typically see for a a cannabis retailer and medical adult use markets uh, anywhere from like an 8% or higher conversion rate for their e-commerce menus. And if you... If you're not really meeting the customer with the right product and pricing, like we can see that drop all the way to 2% or 1% or lower. So, you know, this is really important uh, because you know, all that traffic that you're getting to your website, you wanna make sure that you get them across the finish line, you get them to convert through e-commerce menu or through uh, you know, in-store foot traffic. Uh, so, you know, you really want to, to give, give your best chance at winning that business. And then, you know, looking at their digital presence online, uh, you know, there's there's a very diverse set of like how how people have uh, prioritized their their digital presence, and you know, some people are using uh, a third party menu, like they're sending people to Weed Maps. Others are using uh, like Jane or Dutchie uh, to to host their menus. Uh, so really looking at those factors you know you, you really want to set yourself up set yourself up for success uh, so your website is really the foundation of that so look at everyone else's websites their branding how they present themselves online uh, and a great indicator about uh, about you know, how customers engage with that business is going to be through their Google my business profile uh, so you can look at their reviews on on Google my business. Uh, you can also look at Leafly and Weed Maps if they have a presence across those platforms, or Yelp, and just to get an idea of, you know, what customers are saying about them. You know, you know, customers are they're they're vocal about you know challenges they're having with the store. Wow. So if it's uh, you know, there's a long line, or they didn't like the customer experience, the bug tenders were rude, or they didn't have education uh, there, then you know, there's there's a lot of opportunities for you to, to make sure you you do it right from the start and and get customers what they need and we'll touch a little bit about this on the, the difference about uh, between a you know a medical cannabis user versus adult use. So there's there's some major distinctions between the two. So um, there's a lot to to really keep in mind uh, when you're going into adult you know adult use market.
1: I love that takeaway. Looking at Google reviews, I mean, that is a a real window into your competition and you can use that information in order, you know, to position yourself better and, and find those gaps. And obviously product gaps, that is, that was really good uh, information there. It really cannot be underscored enough. You have to know your competition inside and out, create those Excel sheets, you know, like, track the data look at everything and compile it in one place and you can it, it can highlight some things that you wouldn't uh, realize um it can also help you identify what they're doing differently or better and help you uh solidify your unique position in the marketplace so with all of that in mind i want to get tactical that's yep. my favorite part um, putting your plan into action in terms of shifting your marketing strategies from medical to adult use how should retailers get tactical in their businesses to prepare for this new market?
0: Uh, that's a great question. You know, first of all, you need to you need to understand the differences between a, a medical patient versus adult use you know consumer. You. <laughs> uh, you know, big difference. You know, medical patients they're they've, they've probably been a patient for quite some time. They're well educated on uh, the products that really meet their needs, right? So they. They have a, a real connection with the plant. They, they have be using this for some time and uh, you know, adult use consumers can be anyone, right? So they can come, they can come with no experience with cannabis and it's gonna take a lot of education really at the top to, to get people comfortable with consuming cannabis, right? The, you know, women and baby boomers are two of the, the fastest growing markets within cannabis. Uh, so making sure that you have staff that can speak to both of those audiences. That's mm-hmm. uh, going to be important. Uh, having a lot of educational materials available on the website, in store, uh, maybe providing, you know, some evergreen content on, you know, throughout the store as well, uh, through iPads or you know, different uh, marketing materials in house, so that you can, you just kind of bridge that gap on people that, that aren't familiar with cannabis. This is their first time partaking in in uh, using the plant, so. Uh, there's a lot of things to be aware of there, and then on the the way that you are speaking to you know customers, it's you know, I've I've seen the you know the the change and even in like sensory layouts. Like if you if you have a, a medical cannabis store, you know there's usually a check-in area, uh, but when they transition to adult use, like it's you really just walk in the entire store, and if you are a medical user, there's like a different area for you. Uh, So really being aware of that transition and, uh, you know, rebranding your website, updating the language to be, instead of being medical focused, maybe move to lifestyle focused because in medical users, you really are speaking to all these different archetypes, right? So uh, there's a lot of different consumer types that you'll, you'll be reaching. You know, you might have the the young entrepreneurs, you have the baby boomers, you have the soccer moms. There's a lot of, there's regular users, you know, people that are buying uh, products coming in every week, and there's people that are coming in once a quarter. Uh, so really have content uh, and products that speak to all these different audiences. You really want to to increase your your staffing and training programs. So you know, education is going to be key to to this wide, you know, this new consumer base. So you you really have to increase your, your education, uh, you know, make sure that bud tenders are up to date with all the latest brands, uh, you know, kind of, they're the best, uh, you know, the, the most relevant products for certain ailments, uh, or, you know, experiences that people are trying to, uh, to receive. So there's a lot of things that, uh, you need to be aware of on that front. And then, you know, just ensuring that, you know, once your website your uh, your marketing materials, your branding kit, and everything is updated to to reflect the new market. Then you'll want to make sure that you update all of your assets across all digital marketing platforms, right? So if you have uh, you're running Google Ads or paid search, you want to kind of speak to the customer differently, uh, not be so medically focused with uh, the way that you present yourself, uh, and really be uh, inclusive of all the different archetypes. On the display ads, um, same thing. You know, you can change your, your graphics. It can be more uh, adult use, uh, showing the product, uh, you know, doing you know, maybe a, for adult use. Like we recommend doing like an incentive to get people to to come to the store, right? So like a first, first-time customer, a discount. I'm not sure if that's available in New Jersey. I would definitely check with uh, the advertising laws on that front. And then SEO, so you know, ensuring that you're creating content that speaks to uh, the different, uh, I guess, uh, levels of experience that consumers have with cannabis. So there's a lot that you, you need to update there. And then you know your your uh, you know when it, when you're looking at the different advertising channels, you know, making sure that your billboards are up to date, any additional. Advertising that you're doing, maybe a digital at-home advertising, uh, social media, like all that needs to be updated.
1: The full facelift.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, a, I mean, you just have to change your, your language, right? Like it's your social media content needs to be inclusive, needs to, to hit all these different market types. Uh, your marketing your market material terminology needs to be updated from medical to recreational. Adult use, uh, and then you really need to speak to the to the needs of the adult use consumers. You know, they might not want to consume cannabis for you know insomnia or 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 joint pain or other conditions. Like they they want to go out and go on a hike, they want to go to a concert, they want to do you know different experiential events, uh, you know, where they'll be partaking in cannabis. So those are all things to to really consider. And then on the the rebranding, we touched on we touched on that a little bit, but you know, ins- ensuring that you're uh, updating your your branding if you need to. You know, if it is a if you were a traditional medical brand, uh, it may be time to kind of update your branding. Uh, we worked with some stores that have, you know, let's say they had a they had a cannabis retail chain they have some you know brands that they produce because they're vertically integrated you know they've seen a lot of companies kind of rebrand their retail stores they could be more i guess mainstream just be more welcoming to all consumer types uh if they have a they had a real like pharmaceutical look or like a health clinic or like a pharmacy feel like you've you have to do a whole rework of that because that's not yeah. what customers are expecting when they're adult use, right? So uh, there's a lot to consider there. And then inventory selection, right? So when you're when you're opening up a store, like does you know, how does the the new legislation affect your inventory? So you know what product categories, uh, category perhaps, uh, gaps, gaps uh, were were found when you did your competitor research. And we mentioned that there's no limits on the type of edibles you can, there are some limits on the type of edibles that you can sell in New Jersey. So you, know, you wanna be uh, be aware of kind of the market uh, gaps there. And, you know, just uh, like similar to, to other markets that transition from medical adult use, like it's, it's really, it's gonna be led by flour. Like that's gonna be the, the number one category by, by far. And then uh, pre-rolls, you know, bait uh, cartridges, those are all uh, really popular. That's gonna account for you know probably 70% plus of all the, the products used in sales. And then looking at the, the technology side, you know, I don't I don't think it's really necessary to, to update your like your point of sale, but you may you may want to um, look at that to make sure that's compliant within the straight state regulations. And online menu you know really just uh ensuring that you you're prepared for the the different type of like technical aptitude that the these new consumers have so you can train if you're you're going to market with a new store like you can train your consumers on how to engage with you so if you have this really um kind of omni-channel like your your the website matches your in-store experience matches everything else that you have available online uh then you can really you know maximize that user experience and really make it sticky so that the customers are loyal to you so Mm -hmm. uh, you know training people on how you engage with your menu uh making sure that it's up to date that it's you know has much has as much product information photography uh, product details as possible, so that customers have a, as much information as to make the, the right choice on that front. And then, you know, we we mentioned this before, but you know, hiring and training new staff is definitely going to be top priority, right? You know, millions, millions more in sales means you're you're going to have to hire, you're you're going to need to expand your bud tenders, your security, your managers, and you'll need to have solid training programs to ensure that you know, you're delivering. On your company values and providing excellent customer service, and this is uh, this is not something that you you can do one time and move on. Like you really need to have a platform or some type of uh, cadence in on a regular basis where but tenders can constantly uh, do training every week or at least uh, you know every month to ensure that they're up to date on, on the new product brands and offerings that you have in store.
1: That is so important. Uh, your first line, you know, who's engaging with your customers and making sure that they're up to date with everything that's going on medical and then adult use. We did air a bud tender training webinar um, called unrolling cannabis education. I just dropped that in the chat for everyone. So you can use that for your reference and, uh, let's talk about paid search strategies. See
0: see if there's any questions as well. Um, yeah. For anyone that's uh, watching us live, if you have any questions for us, feel free to uh, leverage the the Zoom interface. There's the Q&A in the bottom here, and there's the chat as well, and we'll be happy to to answer any of your requests. And then, uh, Courtney, should we touch on a little bit of the digital marketing strategies as well, or do you want to...
1: That's the best part of it all, don't you think? Okay. Once you have everything organized, now it's time to, you know, get your message out there. So paid search display and SEO strategies. Let's dig into those.
0: Yeah. So for your your digital marketing mix, if you haven't already, you should, you know, definitely invest in some paid search. Uh, So, you know, this includes, uh, let's just see, in New Jersey, you know, within a 20-mile radius of your store, You want to bid on traditional cannabis terms that people are using to to find cannabis online or to find a local store. So that can be non-branded keywords like uh, recreational cannabis, a cannabis store, dispensary near me is a really big one on, on Google Maps, adult use, marijuana. You'll definitely want to use all the different synonyms of marijuana, cannabis, pot. I mean, there's thousands of keyword opportunities there. Uh, you know, New Jersey, marijuana legal, like do I need a medical card in New Jersey? Like these are all questions that you can answer uh, You know, when you're doing a paid search campaign. Um, I would say like, you know, focus on non-brand keywords kind of within a limit of three to $5,000 that you would spend on a monthly basis on on a Google Ads campaign. You can also run ads on Bing as well. So. The, uh, the inventory, I guess the demand on Bing is not as high. Like Google definitely owns the, the search engine market. You know, they're upwards of 93% of all searches in the United States are, are completed on Google. So, you know, you want to just kind of have, have a good balance of that in your marketing mix. Uh, in addition to that, you know, other paid search campaigns that you can run, like as you expand your budget, Uh, You can look at uh, branded terms, so if you really want to protect your brand in the state, uh, that's one uh, category that you can work on. Also, competitor campaigns, so you can actually bid on your competitor brand names. So, if someone is searching for ABC Dispensary, your ad can show up there at the top above them, and you can try to win their business. Uh, Product categories, you know, flower and. Pre-rolls and vape cartridges are all going to be popular. So you can bid on those keyword types uh, through paid search. Um, you, you don't have to, you really don't have to limit yourself on the, on the keywords. Like you, on the paid search side, you can target you know, thousands of keywords. And you know, uh, the way that Google Ads works is you know, you'll set a daily budget uh, or a, a cap on how much you want to spend per day. So if you're doing, let's say, three thousand dollars thirty days uh, in a month, that's hundred dollars per day. And as soon as you hit that hundred dollars, then your ads will no longer show up. So, you know, something to be aware of and something to watch as you're you're going to market. And you know, some some of the the numbers you can expect on the return on ad spend for paid search is. Around five dollars return on that spend. So for three thousand dollars, you know, you can expect any fifteen thousand dollars in online sales uh, from that channel, and that's all going to be last click, meaning someone saw your ad, they searched for let's say cannabis store, saw your ad, they clicked on the ad, and then they immediately went to your online menu and they made a checkout to for in store pickup. So we can track, you know every keyword type group and specific keyword and how that translates to sales and and really optimize that to maximize your return on ad spend. So uh, that's one thing to keep in mind. And, you know, with paid search, it's, uh, it's really like bottom of funnel. So people have the intent to buy and you, you do have other like top of funnel uh, marketing tactics that you can leverage within Google, and that's going to be the Google Display Network. So you can run kind of banner ads uh, through YouTube, Gmail, and the Google apps on Android phones and and beyond, and iPhones. So there's a lot of lot of opportunities there as well. And then on the display ad strategy, you know, you can you can use traditional programmatic advertising. And that is going to be, you know, uh, main uh, advertising to cannabis consumers through mainstream media, and that's going to be like your Rolling Stones, like your Fox, your CNN, your ESPN. Uh, if you're, you know, watching an NBA playoffs and you're browsing on your phone, looking at kind of, uh, you know, how did the Warriors do yesterday on their game? Boom, you may see it. you may see a cannabis ad when scrolling through the through the website. So that's another opportunity for to reach mainstream consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're looking at, uh, I'm just kind of looking at some digital ad strategies here, it's there's, you know, for medical users, you know, you can target people that are in the past, you know, they were looking for a medical card. Uh, but when you're switching to a recreational market, you, you, know, you want to target just traditional cannabis consumers. So anyone that's visited dispensary the last six months, Uh, smoke shops uh, they can all be added to your audience and you can target through through display advertising that way and it's you know you really want to you really want to build up your pool of you know potential cannabis consumer so when you're running a display ad campaign you're 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 casting a wide net of you know your ads so you're being shown to very diverse uh, set of people and then as you, you know, you're kind of waving let like say you're on a you're waving they, they see you and maybe they wave back they, they click on your link and they, they take a look at your website maybe they don't purchase right away uh, we can do retargeting ads through through display through display advertising so anyone that's visited the website uh, and maybe they didn't purchase uh, you know you can run an abandonment cart campaign and you can really nurture those clients and and make sure that they are encouraged to, to make a purchase and check out. And that's you know, an incentive is a great way to, to kind of push them across the finish line to make a purchase. So that's uh, another campaign that's uh, definitely should be prioritized. And then on the SEO side, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of changes that need to take place, you know, on your website. Uh, so you're moving from Medical to adult use terms, uh, so you'll need to do some keyword research and, and update. You know the the primary keywords that you'll be targeting. Uh, maybe you won't. You know, you'll move medical cannabis terms to kind of secondary uh, keyword targets, and you really want to focus on the high volume uh, keywords like dispensary, to dispensary near me, cannabis store, or cannabis delivery service. Um, so you know, there's a lot of opportunities there. And then, you know, you want to make sure that you have a, you know, for any new location that you're, you're creating, you wanna make sure you have a location landing page for that page, for that location. Uh, so let's say in New Jersey, Jersey City, uh, you, you have a location or you have, let's say five locations throughout the state. You want to make sure that each location has its individual landing page, you know, with the name, email, uh, address, phone number, all the business details, amenities uh, that are available. You want to make sure that it's uh, the URLs are updated to reflect that city. That it's, uh, you know, if you have medical in your URL string, you'll you'll want to remove that, update that, so it's more reflective of the adult use market. And then you know some states do uh, have two menus. So if you're using like a, a Jane or a Duchy, uh, you you may have your historical medical menu on there. So you can have a link to that on the menu, and then you can have your adult use menu. You can kind of keep them separate there. So you have uh, you have product offerings to meet both uh, consumer audiences. So there's a there's a lot that you can do there. Uh, you know, ensure that you Update your homepage, your your location pages. Uh, you know, really think about your, your content strategy as well. So, you know, as you transition from medical to adult use, you'll you know you could open up the, the types of content that you you can uh, create, right? So instead of just focusing on medical content and and everything within that kind of scope of like that, that category. Uh, you can do lifestyle, you can do hiking, you can do experiential, you can do anything, right? Like how to consume, like you have to create content that speaks to the new adult adult use consumer. So, you know, med- uh, edibles one-on-one, like, uh, you know, different ways to consume, um, educate, educating people on concentrates, what they are, like, how they affect you. Like there's all these different ways to engage with uh, cannabis consumers. So hope that was helpful.
1: (laughs) It's a whole new world, really. You already have an established business, but opening, opening up these, you know, channels to these new customers, it's, it's quite a lot of work. That was one heck of a to-do list. (laughs) Um, Also, don't forget to update your Google My Business profile to reflect your recreational offerings. Just a little tidbit there. Um, Paid search, display advertising and SEO, they are the cornerstones of your competitive cannabis marketing plan. And, you know, many dispensaries out there are only utilizing one or two of those services. There's a ton of room for businesses of any size to grow and compete. So keep that in mind. There is, you know, obviously a ton of work to tackle for a transition this big and knowing what you're up against in terms of challenges, it's going to help you be better prepared. Uh, Guillermo, you mentioned a couple of hurdles retailers may face already, you know, expanding inventory, hiring and training staff were a couple. What other challenges can you think of that businesses may face or should consider during this transition?
0: Yeah, there, there's you know there's gonna be a lot of challenges. I mean, we we already know uh, kind of elephant in the room of you know banking limitations. So like funding banking is always gonna be an issue. Uh, so so make sure that uh, you know definitely prioritize that. You know there'll be additional costs in taxes surrounding the you know inclusion of adult use. Uh, so you know taxes are usually higher right when you when you open it up to everyone. Uh, the states really they, they really want to take advantage of this opportunity and, you know, get their tax income in. So
1: <laughs> <they do. laughs>
0: yeah. Then you have to keep up with the, you know, the, you know, just kind of high level is like your, your market's bigger, right? So you're, you're going to get more daily traffic, more foot traffic in the store. You'll need more staff to support that. you need the inventory to support that as well uh, with the surge in new sales. So, you know, uh, on the purchasing side, ensuring that you have enough inventory in house to to really support that, uh, just being really aware of all the the new demographics of users, right? So there's it's no longer just medical patients. So it's you really need to expand your your language, your your product offering to to meet all these um, uh, you know the consumer demand. And just kind of looking at, yeah, just, I guess, uh, you know, final thing would be just really, <laughs> really being up to date on the the laws and regulations of the state. So, uh, you know, what, what can you and can you not do in, in New Jersey as far as advertising, you know, it, what are your limitations? Uh, that's, uh, that's one major thing that you need to be aware of.
1: Absolutely. So I'll,
0: <laughs> I'll kind of dive, I'll dive, uh, I'll dive through a little bit of the, Advertising regulations that we've seen uh, in New Jersey here. Uh, so, you know, for a full list, actually, let me post this in the Zoom chat so everyone has it. Uh, you know, some of the the usual re- regulations that are across any of the states, like you can't appeal to minors. So, uh, you know, that's one. Means you cannot depict anyone under the age of 21, can include toys, characters, cartoons, anything like that. Uh, So cannot be on a location-based device unless the owner is 21 years of age and includes opt-out feature warnings, cannot sponsor events. Uh, So unless the advertiser sponsor has reliable evidence that no more than 20% of the audience at the event is uh, reasonably expected to be under 21, so on a billboard outside of the real property where a cannabis business is located. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of lim- limitations in, in uh, New Jersey as far as that. So just kind of being aware of the, the market and, and where you stand. And then on the you know, display, advertising, creative side, you know, co- covering a little bit of the, the best practices. Uh, you know When creating a, an ad campaigns, you'll want to keep much of the same in mind. Uh, but there's standards that we suggest when creating display ads. Uh, so no consumption allowed in the videos or images. Uh, you know, ads should be free of cartoon characters or any elements that may appeal to anyone under 21 uh, years of age. You know, no false misleading statements. Uh, suggest- no suggestions or medical benefits or claims. That's uh, pretty standard for our industry as a whole uh, no pricing or potency statements and ads for infused products, much state, you know, for, uh, for adult use only. So really just kind of being aware of, uh, all these factors when you're, before you launch a, a display ad campaign.
1: Yeah. It's tough enough. You don't want to get restricted or accounts taken down or anything like that. Uh, those are pretty standard. Nothing was wildly uh, new there. Uh, so all in all, you're going to face challenges and, you know, on top of planning your new marketing strategy, there's uh, an increased business opportunity that's there. That's worth the extra work to connect with the new customers. Yeah, I, I want to leave everyone with just one question out there watching. Um, are you prepared to dominate the adult use cannabis market before your competition does? And if the answer to that is anything but a resounding yes, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, I did also want to take a second to plug another webinar that we did that can help you support your business when it comes to advertising and staying compliant. It's called a how to guide for compliant cannabis online advertising. And I will drop that link in the chat as well. So we have quite a few references in there for you guys to check out. Don't leave without opening up the chat and uh, navigating to those pages.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at that. And you know, we'll, we'll be putting out more content as in, in regards to emerging markets and, you know, New Jersey's and New York and all the, all, all the new markets that are coming out, they're going to be fun to, to follow. So, you know, really follow these steps and best practices uh, to really get yourself ahead of the competition online and in person and put your co- cannabis products in front of the right audience. Right. So, right. now is the time. I mean, the next year it's, you know, it's, sure. it's time to capture the market share. It's, uh, it's crucial. And, you know, anyone that, uh, that really wants to, to, to really hit the ground running it's, uh, you, you need to invest now capture the capture as much market as possible. It's, you know, one, you know, one positive since there's, since the, you know, a lot of the retail stores haven't opened, like the cost per acquisition is probably going to be much lower than if you're investing in next year or the year beyond. Uh, so really keep that in mind and, and uh, take advantage, right? So now's the time. And thank you everyone for joining you know, Courtney and I today for our Emerging Market Alert for New Jersey campus dispensaries. Uh, we know that event, event attendance is on the rise year, uh, this year. So you know, for next week's webinar, we have teamed up with Winnie Campbell, uh, the nation, national sales director at Jage Media, for how to optimize or how to maximize in-person cannabis expos and events of 2022. So you can register for the webinar right now by heading over to our LinkedIn page and clicking on the events tab, uh, or, or just go to mediogel.com and go to our webinar section. You can register there as well. So we hope, hope to see you there. And if you're at MJ Impact, we will be at the event. Uh, so if you'd like to schedule a meeting there, uh, we'll also be hosting a, a rooftop party. So uh, if you're in town New York, feel free to swing by. Yes. We'd love to have you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic and we hope to see you guys all there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one more plug. Uh, you will know, we'll be at the Cannabis Marketing Association. so we'll be active at, at that event as well in Denver. so if you' if you're going to join us uh, for that event, feel free to stop by. We, we'd be happy to touch base in person. So well, thanks, Courtney. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.